What is up, guys? It is the Blue Blood tier, and you might have you might know the name, man, if you've been paying attention to our website. We got new Missouri State wide receiver AJ Tony with us today, transferred in from Sanford to Tom Socon All-American, looking to help Missouri State compete in the loaded MVFC, make their third consecutive playoff run. He joins Jason Shelley and a bunch of other amazing players over there at Missouri State. But man, AJ, appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, man, for sure. And listen, I'm from Alabama as well. And I remember that Jackson O'Lynn team. You guys were the first undefeated team in school history back in 2018. One of the standout players on that team for you. What was your recruiting process like coming out of high school? Who was recruiting you the hardest looking back? Kind of walk me through that process. Um, So coming out of high school, I started getting my offers. uh, I'd say 10th grade summer. That's when I first got my my stars and everything like that. I actually got my first offer from Florida Atlantic um, on my birthday. Um, So uh, I think I had around 20, 20 something plus offers out of high school. Eventually I became a three-star going to a different rivals camp, Nike openings. Um, The top school that was recruiting me the hardest, um, I say Bowling Green, um, Arkansas State, uh, and Louisiana Lafayette. That was the hardest. Oh, and Sanford. Of course, Sanford. But that was the hardest. Hey, man, and you you were a big-time athlete, man. Played. I, I put in an article, you played special teams, running back, wide receiver. I mean, they put you all over the field. Was there any question for you what position you wanted to play going into college football? Um, Necessarily, it wasn't any certain position necessarily. Just coming in as an athlete, um, whatever team – wanted me at which position that's what I was gonna come in at but as far as recruiting um every school wanted me at receiver slot receiver um I had probably two to three offers as athletes and I know one of them was Liberty but besides that everybody who was offering me they wanted me to come in as a receiver hey it it paid off in a big way man but let's talk about Sanford they come into your recruitment you mentioned them in, in your top four for you, what was it about the school, the coaching staff, the team that led you to commit there? Uh, you know, <clears throat> you know, somebody somebody from a hometown offering me, uh, you know, everybody always wanted to be that hometown hero. So that was that was one of the things. Um, Alabama recruited me, but at the end, they didn't offer me. So I can go to Alabama and be like, oh, hometown hero. So the biggest thing here at home to me, um, it was Sanford. So Wanted to be a hometown hero. Other than that, um, when I went on the visit and the coach was just talking to me, it, I felt like a real family there. So, hey, that, that's that's a big thing, man. It's making making you feel at least like you're wanted on campus. And that whole recruiting pitch, man, is huge. And you know, as an Auburn alum, as with as bad as our wide receivers have been, I'm pissed at our coaching staff for not reaching out to you, man. We we needed you over these past few seasons, but you could get to Sanford instant impact player man you got to start multiple games you saw action in all of them in a loaded wide receiving room as well man there were all the americans in that wide receiving room for you what were the keys to making an instant impact as a true freshman at sanford um just coming in um focus on me um you know some people come in oh i need to do this i need to do that no long as i long as i do what i've been doing and i put in the work I feel like everything gets going to show for itself. So when I got the opportunity to play, which was, um, I think it was fourth, my first game, I, I got in fourth quarter against uh, Youngstown State. I made an impact right then. So 
the work paid the work showed for itself and the work that i was putting in paid off and that's all i was focused on just me me doing the things i guess to get myself to that position that's the only thing i was focused on hey a lot of high school guys who are listening to the show definitely that'd be one of their biggest questions is when i get to campus what do i need to do to set myself up like you did and the other question, man, before we get into your transfer and, and your recruitment this past offseason, what did it mean to be named a SOCON All-American? You made the all-freshman team as a true freshman. You were named a SOCON All-American in the spring. For you, what did that mean to you to be recognized as one of the best players in the conference? Um, it was just another accomplishment, but I got I got bigger goals. So, you know, I always have a chip on my shoulder, so I just took that as, oh, yeah, that's, that, that's good, but I got more to do. So, I didn't really, cause, cause some people when they get accomplishments, they feel like, oh, that's it, that's that's all they needed. But me, I w- I want to go above and beyond. So I just looked at it as another accomplishment. Um, it's time to work more so I can, you know, get way more accomplishments. Hey, man, I, I like to hear it, man. And for you, what led to your transfer? What 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 played into your decision making? Kind of walk me through the process of why you entered your name into the transfer portal. Um. One one thing, uh, overall happiness, you know, I feel just any just things you do in life, you can't put your hundred percent effort in if you're not overall happy. So that was that was the one thing and, and, and I'm not gonna have have do my team like that. I'm not gonna, you know, try to act and, and not giving it my hundred percent. That was one thing and also, um getting away from Birmingham, I'm from Birmingham. Um I've been here all my life. Uh, just a just a new fresh start. Hey, I, I don't blame you, man. Listen, it like you said, it, and just in terms of also, I think a lot of athletes ignore their mental health too. They put the team and what's going on on the field more so than their happiness and their comfort and mental health off the field, man. So I'm glad that you realized that and you went and found a better place. But before we get into your commitment, what were the biggest differences comparing your high school recruiting process to your recruiting process in the transfer portal after leaving Sanford? What were the biggest differences for you? Um, I, I really wouldn't say it's, it's too many differences, but some of the bigger schools that didn't offer me in high school, um, they offered me coming out of the portal, I guess, because I showed what I can do at a bigger level, at a college level. Um, because of my size, I know I'm 5'9". Some people probably look at that as oh he can't he can't play in a you know in power five or different things like that. But when they see me come in college and basically doing somewhat the same thing I was doing in high school, it made them you know pull the trigger while I was in the portal. Um, that's that's probably the the biggest difference of my high school recruiting because some of the schools that offer me out of high school they also offer me while I was in the portal plus plus more bigger schools so. And you landed at Missouri State, man. And this is a team that preseason ranked top five, has the reigning MVFC Offensive Player of the Year, a first-team All-American wide receiver in Tyrone Scott. I mean, the team is loaded. What factors led you to transfer to Missouri State? Um, you know, first off, uh, Coach Bobby Petrino. Uh, that, was, that was one of the biggest things. Um, <clears throat> also, the quarterback who is there right now. He's he's pretty good. Uh, and also, I have a friend that, that was at Louisville, and he entered the portal, and he went up to Missouri State. And the things he just talked to me about Missouri State and also me conversing with the coaches, um, we clicked we click tight. Um, when I first entered the portal, that was the first school that hit me up. That was one of the first schools that hit me. So 
that was that was one of the main things in the in the the person who I'm talking about is Alan Love. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, you great decision if I had to say. And then I want to you don't have to give me too much. I don't have to give out any secret plans or plays or nothing like that. But what was the pitch from the offensive staff on how you're going to fit into this explosive <laughs> offense? Um I think the same thing they tell all their playmakers. Um, get the ball in the playmaker's hand. Um, that's that's the main thing, and I feel that's that's what all offensive coordinators say. Um, whoever the playmaker is, and whoever show that that the playmaker get the ball in their hand, that's that's all. Hey, I like to hear, it, man. I'm excited for this offense next year, man. I got you guys in my top five as well. Extremely excited to see Missouri State. But let's talk about your goals, man. What are your personal goals for the 2022 season? Um, first, you know, I'm starting off at a new school, um, coming there, and, um, proving my proving myself to my teammates that, that I'm all for the team, proving myself to the coaching staff that, that I'm for Missouri State. Um, just coming there and just working. That's all. That, that's all I want to do because as long as I put the work in, everything else on the field is going to show. So that, that's all I want to prove is that, I, that I'm working and putting the work in. I, mean, I like it. And for you, I know, listen, I get it. The, the football player senior political answer is the first game, always the most important. It is a big game, though, with playoff rematch over UT with UT Martin. But for you, what game on the 2022 schedule do you have circled that you're looking a little bit forward to the most? All of them. <laughs> and, and, the, and the reason I say that because Every every time I get a chance to get get on the field and play is a is a blessing and it's another opportunity. So it don't matter who we play, um, I'm gonna put my best foot forward. No more, no less. So it don't matter which opponent we facing. I like it. And how do you feel about the Missouri Valley Conference, man? Everyone knows the history behind it from Youngstown State in the early 2000s to North Dakota State, now South Dakota State, the list goes on and on. Are you excited? Is it a challenge for you? Kind of like how are you looking at it from the grind of the MVFC going into next season? Um, I I like it. I, I feel I feel it's it's the SEC or the FCC, F, the FCS. Um, so so that's that's how I feel about it. So I'm excited to play North Dakota State. You know, teams like that, Montana, South Dakota, different different teams like that. I'm pretty excited. I mean, I, I like I like the enthusiasm, but looking at your game, you're going into you know now your fourth year in college football. How has your game evolved from freshman year stepping on campus at Sanford to the guy I'm talking to now about to head to Missouri State? Um, well, coming in, you know, high school, I was an overall athlete. I didn't have one main position. Um, since I came to college, I became a, a real receiver, um, a real route runner, different things like that. So that's that's what really changed. I became uh, more of a receiver than just an overall athlete. I, I, listen, you found your lane in a big way too, man. I'll say that. And looking at your game, I, I, all, everyone loves player comparisons across the country. I, I like asking the players how they view themselves. So which NFL player do you model your game after the most? Uh, well, he's not in the NFL no more, but it was DeAnthony Thomas. DeAnthony Thomas, uh, Tavon Austin, uh, just straight receiver-wise. Uh, I say kind of kind of Tyreek, kind of Tyreek Hill. Hey, I, I like that DeAnthony Thomas. Man, I don't think people realize how good he was in college football. I really, I really don't think he gets enough credit for what he did, what he did for Oregon and all of them. But 
everyone's got their own, I guess, pregame routine, super superstitions before the game for you. How do you get ready to go ball out on Saturdays? Um, you know, music. Gotta have music. Gotta play music. Uh, superstitions. I always put my left sock on first before my right sock. <laughs> I have to do that every time. I have to do that every time. Hey, I, that's the that's the first time I've ever heard that one, man. Listen, we're we're well in over a hundred interviews. I, for to have an original answer, I love it, man. He said the left sock has to go on first. I like it, and don't don't give away any of too many of your secrets, man. I know some of them MFC, MVFC defenders are watching this, but what is the number one mistake a cornerback can make against you one on one? Playing one on one, playing man. <laughs> That's, he said, "Better get some help. Better get some help. Someone better be there." The, that's the that's the that's the biggest thing. Uh, just one on one, because uh, I, I take I take one on one. Like I don't I don't know how to how to explain it. I take offense to that. You you feel that uh, apparently the defensive coordinator from that team feel that that defensive player is better than me. So I take I take offense to that. <laughs> so that's the biggest I, thing. Listen. I, I agree, but listen, I've watched the film. I, I I agree with that. It's disrespectful to think he can guard me by himself. And I got a feeling you got to see a lot of double teams this year, man. So you got to be ready for that. But listen, every wide receiver I, I have come on here always snitches on DBs and say they're the biggest trash talker and that they just are defending themselves when they talk trash. For you, how big of a part is trash talking of your game? Uh, I don't really too much trash talk. I really don't too much talk in the game, period. Like the DB can talk all all day, uh, but I'm not gonna really talk. But most of the DBs I went against, probably after every every three four snaps, he'll shake my hand. It, it really it really doesn't be too much too much talking. So I wouldn't even say just be the DBs that are talking. I I don't talk or the person who's across from me talk. But you know when when games get really tense, of course everybody talking then. But just trash <laughs> talking, nah, not not too much. Hey, I, everyone's got their own game. And, man, listen, it, it, the SoCon must have a bunch of nice guys, man. All the SoCon guys must be just just all hanging out, man. Every, everybody from all the other conferences always are snitching on other players and saying, man, they talk trash to me first. So I like to hear that. It, it, shake hands after every four plays. I like I like that. But what was your welcome to college moment, man? We all have one. We all Every player has one where it was just like, man, this is different. Hmm, let me see. We played Citadel. I call. I think. I think I caught a. Uh, I caught a hitch route. And the players were so. The, the players were so bigger than me. This. This is my freshman year, and I think it's like our third game. I got picked up by all three of the linebackers. After the after the whistle was already blown and all, and got flipped. It's it's all YouTube. Oh, it's it's all YouTube in the highlights. I'll have to it call was, my guy Willie. I'm gonna have to call my guy Willie Eubanks from the Citadel. He's a linebacker. I'm gonna tell him that was disrespectful. Yeah, that you was, can't do that to my guy. Yeah, that was my that was my freshman year. That was my freshman oh, year. Yeah, that was that was my freshman year. Hey, I I like it, man. So to give a little bit of respect for the other side of the ball, who are some of the best defensive players you've ever had to face? Mm, you saying period? You saying in college or just yeah, overall? just in, just overall? Um. Doing the Nike openers and things, I went against people like uh, Malachi Moore, um, DBs like that. So he was he was one of the best the best defensive backs I went against. 
Um, I will also I don't know his name, but he played for um who who oh what's their name? Bay in Virginia, VMI. He played for VMI. I think he was number one. Uh, he was a he was a pretty good DB. I'm blanking on the names right now. I know they man VMI's got some really good defensive players, so there's probably a few guys over there. But I'm a big fan of Malachi Moore, man. What he's doing over at Bama right now is is crazy too. So I don't blame you on that one. But looking at looking at your career, man, what keeps you motivated despite all the all the American awards, all the accolades, praise, man? What what keeps AJ Tony coming back for more, man, and, and striving for the next level? Um, just family. Uh, I, I feel like everybody that. Everybody that, that come from where I come from, um, they they really want to make it for family to take care of our family. So that's what that's what get me up every morning and to put in the work for my mom, my little brothers and my little sister, just for my family period. So that's 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 my motivation every day. And, you know, the ultimate goal we know, man, is to make it to the NFL. We just saw your teammate, Montreal Washington, go in the fifth round to the uh, Denver Broncos. Missouri State's got multiple NFL guys coming up as well as yourself. For you, if it, if, if an NFL franchise asks you what they're going to get in A.J. Tony if they draft you, what do you tell them? Um, you're going to get a playmaker. Um, you're going to get, you're gonna get a, a player that's going to put his all in every play, um, every snap. Uh, good with his teammates. Uh, just, just an overall good player. So, hey, I like get. it, man. I definitely like it. And last question, man. Your message to all those Missouri State fans out there, man. What can they expect from you? What's your message to them? Talk a little bit to those Missouri State fans. Uh, first, I just want to thank Missouri State coaches for even giving me this chance. Um, they're going to get a hard worker. Uh, they're going to get a playmaker for sure, definitely. Um, a humble, a humble playmaker at that. Um, you, you can just expect just for me to come in and work and whatever whatever I need to do, that's, what I, that's what's going to be done. So, Hey, I like it, man. I, they were very, very excited, man. The feedback I got on the article and a lot of the posts, man, they're really excited to have you. But, man, AJ, this is – I appreciate you coming on, but this is all about supporting the players. Plug your social media. Let them know where they can find you. Any shout-outs. Um, let them know where they can contact you for NIL deals, man. All that. Let them know. Let them know what's up. Um, social media, Instagram, which I use the most, um, underscore, um, AJ Tony, uh, for NIL deals, you can email me a Tony, a T O N E Y one Oh nine at gmail.com. Or you can contact uh, my business phone, um, two zero five five eight five twenty nine thirty four um, for all NIL deals. Um, and I, and I do want to appreciate you for even bringing me on. Hey man, for sure, big fan, and I know we talked, we we uh, caught up with each other after after we dropped the article, man. Listen, I'm excited to see what you guys put on the field in 2022. I know you're gonna ball out, man. And listen, guys, AJ already saw our preseason FCS All American. He said, look for his name next year, man. And so I got a good feeling. He's going to be on there. But, guys, make sure to go follow AJ on all social media. If you're a company, hit my guy up. Get him an NIL deal. It's all about supporting the players, especially at the FCS level, man. But for AJ, myself, and the Blue Bloods, guys, we are out for right now.